0: From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you are listening to High School Hoops with our hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Stager. All right, episode 55 of High School Hoops. Um, All right, before we get started on this one, we're going to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, well, I'm going to start with Teach Hoops. I'm going to change it up this week. I'm going to talk about t for coaches who want to get better. Um, it's the net, like I've said two things, it's the Netflix for basketball coaches, which is, but it's even better than Netflix. Cause you get a community, you get my email, you get, you know, I respond very quickly. Trust me. And, and, um, it is, uh, a little bit of everything that you need to become a better basketball coach. You know, it's, it's, um, it's a little bit of my baby. So go over and check it out. I don't think you will be disappointed um and then go over and check out dr dish I, I just don't really know what to say it is the best shooting machine i'm gonna tell you i'll tell you another story so here's another story so i was at the final four in minneapolis and there were shooting machines no lie from all over the world like there was one from china i think
1: i didn't even know that i only thought there were two types
0: of no that's what i thought no But I think, yes, there were at least four or five different people selling shooting machines. Yes, from all over the world. It's crazy. There's all, no, there's Dr. Dish is the one you need. Mention High School Hoops. I'll give you $300 off. Buy it now. They'll ship it like that. All right. Episode 55.
1: Uh, We're going to talk about players today. Uh, Players in regards to having our preseason meeting with our players. Uh, what we do, um, how we handle it, uh, the information that we give them and basically how we, how we stick the season off before it all begins, uh, the first day of practice.
0: Now my assumption, my assumption has always been that coaches have preseason meetings. I always did. Can I assume that?
1: Can you assume that? Not always.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I just think of all the people that are listening to this. I'm assuming I have several meetings where they are both administrative and we discuss the upcoming tryouts, the upcoming season, the upcoming expectations. Um, so I, I tend to, you know, it's, I won't have one, you know, we start in the middle of November, I will have one end of September, I will have one end of October, end of September one is more administrative for me, it's more Make sure you, if you're not out for a fall sport, make sure you have your physical, make sure you have all the forms done, all the you know, waivers, all the you know legal things done. So I will do that one. And then I will give a short spurt about the season and the expectations. Then my October meeting tends to be, okay, here's what we're about. Here's, you know, normally if you look, I have every picture of every team I've coached as far as a head coach in my room. I'll go look at the numbers over there. I keep anywhere from 13 to maybe 15 or 16. Okay, so start doing the math. (laughs) I'm not keeping 20 kids on my varsity roster. It's not fair. Um, So then we talk about roles. We talk about expectations. We talk about, you know, all sorts of not only you better be there on time for tryouts, what I'm looking for in tryouts, what my, you know, all those kind of things. Along with the administrative part. But I think, I think like we were talking about last week, that communication part is important. Um, There can be some self-selection at that point. There can be like mom and dad come back and say, well, they, Johnny didn't know that. Well, Johnny should have known there were announcements at school. We had meetings at school. I handed all the forms out. I let them know when trials would be. I let them know when I was going to pick the team. I let them know that there was the 48-hour rule, which I would not talk to the parents. All those things I discussed with the boys um, in those meetings. So um, depends on the year. Sometimes I'll have two. Sometimes I'll have three. But, um, again, over-communicating to them about expectations and what's, what's coming because they want to know. They're excited, too.
1: I think the biggest mistake I have made is that a lot of my the preseason meeting is player and parents. I think it's really important. And after talking to you and I've done in the past is I think the player meeting is far more important than the player and parent meeting if you decide to have one, because how you talk to your player, the really the information that is the most important is the information that the players want. You know, the parents just right. want to know when practices, if my kid's going to make the team, yes. you know, that kind of thing. That's <laughs> all they care about. They're just invested in their kid, you know, right. and, that, well, that makes sense. They're, they're their parents, you know, yep. From the player standpoint is like, how are we going to work together to be successful? How am I going to make this team, you know, and lay it all out. You can, you can have far more better discussions when it's just circled around the, the players. Cause really right. in the end, it's about that.
0: And, and, and my advice, and, I, and again, depends on your community. I know there's people in our league that do a parent player meeting before the season. That's great. I, I, I want to talk to the players. Most of them are anywhere from 16 to 18 years old. They're young men. They can convey what I'm saying to their parents if they want. Um, I do my parent meeting after I've picked my team. Um, So that's the way I do it. Um, It's not right or wrong. I know there's a lot of people that will do these meetings and have the parents there before, which is great too, because then they're hearing something else. Um, I just you know, I'll realistically have 30, 35 kids and half of them won't make it. I don't really need, I don't feel like I should have to have their parents of of all those kids there at that meeting. I just don't, I don't feel it's like, you know, I don't know. I'm sure I could do it that way, but I, it's similar to my classroom and I teach juniors and seniors. So I'm a little different than coach. And I, I I, I tell like, cause I tell them the first week of school that I'm not going to call home that I'm gonna to talk to them. You know, when parents come to go to school night or, or we do parent-teacher conferences, I said, I'm gonna communicate with your son or daughter. That is my first line of defense, my second line of defense, my third line of defense. If I call home or email home, you know it's gotten to a level that's way up here because I'm trying to teach them skills about being a student, about making up their work, about that kind of stuff. You don't need to be involved. Most probably or half of my students are going off to college next year. So you're not going to be there to check to see if they did their homework. You know, you have the online thing you can check, but I'm going to convey and communicate with them. I would expect the same back. So that's what I tell my parents um, when we meet. But anyway, I, I, I digress. Um, what else, Coach? Anything else? Uh,
1: I think early on, a player meeting is a great way to enforce being well-conditioned before the first day of practice. Yep. Comparing those kids, you're, if, you, if you're not conditioned, you're going to suffer. Your body's going to suffer, and I'm not right. going to feel sorry for you. It's basketball. We have a lot to do. I think it's a great way to say, these are the numbers. You know, I'm taking the best 12 best basketball players. It's not, you know, especially those guys of art. You've got to communicate, this is what it is. I don't I don't make any promises. You right. know, they got to know that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, I think that's a great thing about that. we can talked about conditioning a couple weeks ago. That's a great thing. It's like we do two a days. So if you're not in shape, school is going to be miserable for you too. Big time. <laughs> so let's be real. Here's how it's going to work. You better be in shape and it's not football shape. If you're a lineman on the football team, that is not basketball shape. What are you going to do to get your body in shape? So you, you know, you're able to go cause I'm, you know, we got nine days, and then we got a scrimmage, or nine, seven days. We got a scrimmage, and then we got ten, whatever it is, depending on your league. Um, so you just got to be aware of that. I I think that's perfect. Anything else on this topic?
1: Nope. Okay. What's uh, uh full timeout is for or against a early timeout in the game? Personally, yeah. Personally,
0: never. I never call an early timeout. I mean, I, I got literally like okay. When Germantown was kicking our butt in 2012, I took an early timeout, but it was already over at that point. Um, yeah. well, a couple of years ago in the La Follette game, I took one. This goes back to what we were just talking about. I want them to work through it. I do not want to take one early. It's gonna. It's got to be
1: bad
0: for me to take one early.
1: What now, about if you know that you – the one thing I, I, I agree with you to a certain extent, but I think I've had young teams before that sometimes – if you get to know your kids, that sometimes an early timeout, they can be able to respond it, pretty quickly. It, it can, I and, I, and, and I'm not – I, I, I think it's based on a group, does, what you does. do. and
0: earlier in my career when we didn't have as, quite, as much talent as we have yeah. now, right. I probably took them earlier. You know, it's been a long time since I remember not being like, whoa, we're way out, man. Um, I haven't felt like we've been, you know – We've been out, man, but I've never felt like, whoa, we've been way out, man. So what do you do when you're super
1: pissed off right. and you're just irritated
0: and you want to take you, the time I, out? I, what do you- I, I throw more gum in. I swear to God, if you, if anybody ever comes to watch me coach, my brother goes, you look like you're 12. Why are you chewing all that gum? It's because I'm chewing the gum because it's like I'm letting out my angst at that point.
1: Right.
0: Like, I'll like a... I'll it's so like easy a, to wow. yell, time out, and you want to scream. Like, you just... I, I just... I just, I just I've won so many games cause I've had timeouts and I've, I feel like I've lost games cause I haven't had timeouts. Um, and it probably goes back, it almost goes back 20, 10 years for that 2011 state championship game when we won it, and we shouldn't have. And I had all those timeouts left. Cause I didn't, you didn't have
1: those timeouts that never happens, coach.
0: And the, I know. So it's like, I, I just, I, I'll take one early in the second. I'll definitely take one early in the second. Um, But I don't – and we play halves for the people listening. I know a lot of people play quarters. So I'll take one early in the second half if I feel like we need it because, you know, we play such a long game. Like, a little run's not going to hurt me. You know, it's like – we're down 4. So what? There's like
1: do you think it's important just to emphasize as coaches there's other things that you can do to get yourself back into a game besides calling a timeout?
0: Yeah, I think that's part of it too. That might be a good season thing cuz we could talk about timeouts. We could
1: talk out. about that like whether it's a press,
0: whether it's I, I think timeouts could be a whole during the season podcast.
1: Let's save that. That's, or that's if anybody has questions directly about timeouts, you know. Yeah. I won games because I've had game I've had timeouts at the end of the game, you know. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to
0: die with thousands of timeouts left. I tell I, 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 yeah, (laughs) yeah. I always, I will always have one if I need it. Usually Um, sometimes I won't, but normally I will have one. All right. Perfect. All right. Great question. Thank you. Yep. Hey everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you subscribe and like leave a review. We really do appreciate those. And I read every one of them. Also, make sure you go over and check out ttroops.com for coaches who want to get better. You know, prices are going to be going up. Um, we just added some new courses. We're going to be changing our pricing. Um, the, the free trial is going to be going away. So make sure you go over and check it out. Um, and let me know if you have any questions. If you have any questions about anything, I'm here to, to serve and help you. So steve at teachhoops.com. Um, but I would put our community against any other community out there. it is it is one-stop shopping for basketball coaches. All right, have a great day.
1: Sports social Podcast Network.